What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. Today I'm joined with Joey McCormick. We go through a few quick little things about trout opening day here in New Jersey. Uh, if you didn't take the fish off your hook, does it count as your fish? And we kind of talk a little bit about fly fishing, the idiosyncrasies of it, and how we can all get a little bit better each day with everything that we do. So without further ado, we'll jump right in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Hacker of the Hacker Outdoors podcast. As you can see that I have Joseph McCormick here with me today. Uh, he is fussing around with lights and he was late again because he was eating fondue with his mother. Um, well, let's discuss. <laughs> I ate at seven. Mr. Michael here was eating at four o'clock. Well, so. yeah. Well, we made, um, oh my God, what the hell is it called? The uh, Italian egg drop soup. What is it? Uh, no, Stracciato. Oh my gosh, man. Delicious. There's a place in Florida that has the best amazing Italian spot. I don't think um, I've ever ate this soup. Oh my God, man. It's, it's basically, I, I think it's only like three or four ingredients. It's like chicken broth, yeah. eggs, um, and like, little teeny, like little teeny, teeny, like circle noodles. No, well, you can put them in them, but they, yeah, that's what we used to eat. Yeah. yeah I've, I've, like Delini or whatever it's called. Yeah. Delini. And then uh, a little bit of spinach mixed in there. So it's my my go-to. I love it the first time we've made it. Um, I won't go on out on a limb and say that it was as good as the place down in Florida, but um, it is damn good, man. Good good soup. But anyway, so yeah, we were we were doing that, and you know, you just kind of start doing it. I was like, hey, we're done cooking. It's ready. You ready to eat? It's like four thirty. I'm like, yeah, why not? What else do I have to do? So, so you only ate soup for dinner. <laughs> And you'll be good eating at four thirty to not eat till breakfast. I don't eat for breakfast, so not till lunch. I don't. Yeah. Eat, I, I really don't eat breakfast either. And most of the time, I don't eat lunch. Well, I'll say most of the time I don't eat. Most of the time I don't eat breakfast. This morning we had eggs in purgatory, which is uh, eggs basically cooked in in sauce. So, you know, tomato sauce. Tomato sauce. Yeah, it's delicious. Oh my god! If you've never had it, it sounds it sounds interesting, but it is delightful, and I highly recommend it. Um, so, that. so if you're making something with with the sauce and you have anything that's left over, right, you save it for the next morning and you just cook your eggs in it. It's delicious. But we did that today around eleven o'clock. Um, so, if, you know, for breakfast we do you know, we do this uh, lemon water, right, and then you drink some celery juice, and then uh, you do a little shake. Yeah. And then uh, you have your cup of coffee after that. So, celery juice? I've never heard of that. Oh my god, man! It's it's sounds disgusting, but it's a whole protocol uh, that it's really darn nutritious for you, man. It's uh, pretty interesting. I won't get into like it. But feast of the Romans, what the Romans <clears throat> would eat. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if they did, because you know we're, we're into that. There we go. That's more light on my face. So what's so, going on up there? Anything anything fun? Doing a little trout fishing tomorrow morning. I am on you know day off from work for those of you who celebrate right uh was it uh Good, Good Friday. Friday. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, started a new job this week, so my brain is just shot. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of that just in town. I'm not going far, and I'm not going to bring a fly rod. It's supposed to be a little breezy, so I'm going to just uh, go ultra light and uh, toss some uh, old MEPS or 
you know, horse say trails out there. Yeah. So did you guys get snow today like we did? No, no. It was, it was cold, don't get me wrong. Um, and the birds were out in full effect, man. We had a whole new series of birds come in. I saw some snow geese yesterday flying north. Um, I thought that they would have been gone already. They land in Merrill Creek here in New Jersey. And um, after being down by Atlantic City for a while, Forsyth, uh, and they they travel in like the thousands. And for some reason yesterday, I was outside doing something. I heard a little bit of, a little bit, a bit of ruckus. And I, get a little ruckus. Sure enough, there's two, two lone snow geese flying over my house. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I've seen any this year, but yeah, today it, it, it started as rain and then it was snow. And I mean, there was like a little dusting by my mother's house, which is a little oh, four minutes north of me under the trees in the shady areas. But <laughs> definitely wasn't pleasant. No, it was oh. raining. That was it. It wasn't doing That's anything crazy. else. That's crazy. I, I would have figured, you know, being more north, you would have got it, but it snowed there for like an hour or two, but it, it didn't so some of the guys who were, who were fishing on the forums today were saying that, you know, they got out like literally when it started snowing and they they the bite was on um yeah know, it's it's opening trout day this is uh you know the first that we're recording this this will be released tomorrow on the second and uh um trout day trout season's in full effect of course catch and release only um being as you could imagine it's april fool's day uh the guys on the forums like to have fun with uh the, the resident karens and just starting all the BS, taking, posting pictures from all over the world on there and trying to rile up some sort of horrible com comments and just like. Yeah, well, did you see what Wired, Wired Fish today released? Uh, I knew it was April Fool's joke. I saw like a 3.30 this morning. They released this thing saying the MLF, and the MLF released it too, MLF FLW, saying that the Berkeley Max Scent Flat Minnow is now banned in competition and of course you know quite a bit of people bought into the joke and, and, and thought it was real i don't know did you, I, did you buy into the joke too joe hell no I, as soon as i read it i'm like you gotta well, be kidding me. people just take things too seriously like I, it I, I all you got to do is look at the calendar and see how ludicrous that idea is and look at it it's like well, like Orvis posted something about waiters for dogs, and all these people are like, "Why the hell would you need waiters for dogs?" I'm like, "Number one, right. it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Like, it is, it is just, funny, right? Like, how would a dog wear? Like, would he wear it on all four legs, or would he wear it leg. just on the rear legs? Right? Like, it's one of those. It'd be all jokes. four, like a thing in the middle, like the suspenders in the middle. Right, right. But you know, people were like, "This is." Some people were like, "This is amazing. I, I can't wait to buy them. When can I get it for my dog?" And you're like, "You don't want to put those on your dog. What is wrong with you?" Like, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> so April Fool's Day, uh, that's today. Opening Trout Day and opening baseball. Right? Yes, trout. the Orioles in Fenway got canceled due to inclement weather. Wow, didn't yeah. see they're, that. They're playing in Fenway, so. Yeah, you know, I gave up on, I gave up on watching baseball. I, I would say frequently. I'm not a big sports watcher in general, but um yeah, I don't know, man. I, I can't do it. it when, once we get to October and we get into, you know, the World Series, you know, I jump in. Um, but I, I, I can't do it. But, yeah, man, so trout fishing tomorrow, uh, musky fishing on Saturday. I oh, am, man. I am uh, rolling solo for both of those trips, so that should be fun. I picked up some new some new 
musky baits since I if oh, you yeah. listened to the last one. We, you know, the nephew lost one, so I, I had to replace the one with three. Um, so, but it technically years. wasn't his fault that he lost it. Though. Was... No, I, I blame myself because it was my equipment and I didn't check it before. So, cheers to the best of us. Cheers to losing, to losing a fifteen dollar freaking lore. No, that happens. I know people get the twenty five dollar <throat> mega bass jerk baits and lose them. So, I was looking at um, trying to see if I, I could get one of those. Right, like the what was the four jointed fish that swims and makes a lot of motion on the top of the water oh uh, yeah because i was thinking like glide bait the nice big glide bait yeah but they're super expensive and i was like i don't know if it's going to work for musky i mean obviously i'm not going to use it to catch bass not the big ones uh, but who knows maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah those guys they're like seven inch <laughs> seven eight inch glide baits for bass but that's out in like California and Texas they do it uh, all over the place it's not my thing some those guys love it and yeah really get into it you know, the big swim baits the hard swim baits and glide baits just never been my deal you know, but the people who get into it I mean they they live and die by it yeah not I, have, I haven't done it so I'm not I'm not gonna knock it but it's not my thing not now at least I'm sure it's fun when you have a huge you know a fish come up and smack and eat one of those but to me, it's just not my cup of tea when I fish. It's not. Well, that's that's what I'm hoping is going to happen with the musky fishing. Um, I hope I get some, you know, top water or upper column water hits and see some aerial actions. Uh, one of these days I will invest in a nice GoPro, which for the record, you said you were going to be recording part of your. I did. And I was yeah. going to, but Brennan and I decided uh, not to because we're big into what's the word? superstition okay so we pretty much what we did at murray we'd be like stayed and then almost had the exact same regimen down to what we ate the night before oh <laughs> uh, um, we got to get him on i you know, uh, yeah i know i told him he's gonna come on <clears throat> yeah if, so if I, we can shoot for next week that would be cool i think i'm gonna break the superstition and wear gopro for this week next one can you please not this weekend um all right it's down in south carolina um, in two weeks. Two, two weeks I'll be two in weeks. the Bay. 17th I'll be in the Bay. I won't be to South Carolina for Clarksville to May 1st. Our next South Carolina event. But I have Northeast GFLs coming up. But mm. I'll be back in South Carolina before May 1st. So the hope is to get some footage down there on the on the private ginormous pond. Well, I'm going to be honest, you should just be recording everything. That's... uh. I should, feeling. but like I said, superstition. As, yeah. as, I don't know if he, he's making it worse with me or if we're just both like that. It just kind of set in and was, you know. You damn Southerners, man. Why why change? And, and Plus, it's kind of tough when you're a co because the boaters, you know, they have all these, there's different companies like Golotech who have things for your boats, like mounts for your boats that plug in and charge while you're going. And it, it's much more easier I, I would say to run a gopro i don't know maybe it's about the same with the boater because the co you got to wear the chesty you got to drag it along the batteries so i'm going to do it i need to, i need to be doing it it's just yeah because it's superstition kind of got the best of us on that one that is what it is well see if you can try it out and uh you know keep us posted before I will have tournament footage before the end of the season. You st I mean, I still have not just before the end of the season, too, bef like now. 
I want to see it now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now I want to see it now. I'll um, say by middle of May, you'll have footage from a tournament. Because, I mean, I still have a ton, a ton of tournaments coming up. You know, this has only been the first two out of, God, I don't even know how many. I mean, BFLs, I think I have another 10 at least still total. So I, I, I have a question for you. Let's, let's pivot. All right. I, I brought this up the other day with someone, and um, he told me that it wasn't true. So two guys go fishing. Could be two girls. Could be anybody. Let's say you and I go fishing. There we yep. go. Nice hypothetical. I catch a fish. You take my fish off my hook for some god unknown reason. Is it my fish or is it your fish? Your fish. You caught it. <laughs> but what, but what if you're on the shore? Like, what if it's just you, you don't like? Is there is there a fine line there? Like, what if like us as grown adults, we're not talking about kids, we're not talking about like someone who's never been fishing before, and <laughs> you just... it's your fish. You threw the bait. You reeled the bait. You caught the fish. Maybe you're squeamish to touch a fish, therefore I took it off from you. Or maybe the hook is a certain way you don't like, and I help take it out. I mean, you'll see guys like YouTubers or even pros have YouTube channels where they're fishing with buddies or they're fishing team tournaments. Like, well, the one guy will catch it. The other guy will just take it off and put it in the live well. Yeah. I was busting my buddy's chops because he went fishing with a friend of his, and um, he sends me a picture of the fishing. He goes, hey, can you tell me what this is? And... Um, he, he's holding it and I said wow it's, it's beautiful you caught you caught that fish and he goes no I took it off for my friend <laughs> and I said so that means it's your fish like and you got a picture of it did he get a picture of it no he didn't it's your fish just go around telling everyone it was your fish well yeah it seems like his friend just you know gave up uh, the rights of the fish there maybe his friend's squeamish to touch fish I don't know I think maybe because it was a new Maybe a new species for him. Maybe he was used to catching bass, and he was like, "What kind?" Was I don't. Know. It was a, it was a trout, oh. um, and it wasn't what they were targeting. So it was, it was just kind of funny. So I was busting his chops, and I said, "Well, congratulations," because this guy always tells me he's he hates trout fishing. He thinks it's stupid. Uh, well, I'm, I'm putting words in his mouth with that. I'm paraphrasing. He just, Paras said, I have no interest in going trout fishing. And I said, I said, respect, you know, respectable. You're a bass fisherman. I get it. Um, but he, when he sends me that picture, I'm like, okay, so you finally caught a trout. And he's like, no, it's my buddy's. I'm like, no, you caught it. You took a picture with it. He didn't take a picture with it. It's your fish. Um, I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> some people some people do say that. Kind of, I mean, you don't suppose with old timers. Like, if you don't take your own fish off, it's mine. But yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't mind trout fishing. I just rather bass fish. I, I mean, you know, I, I never got into the fly. I never. Well, I fly fish for for bass too. I I love fly fishing for bass. I I honestly would say that, you know, fly fishing for smallies, has been one of the most rewarding, successful, like exciting fishing I have done, and and you know, it, I don't know. <laughs> it's just yeah, I'm sure it could be a blast. I mean. But you, you say like when I use my my um, my ugly stick, my ultralight, and we were catching some pretty big fish, and I've caught some pretty big fish on that. And you make fun of me, and you're like, it's like catching a dinosaur because it's not meant for that. But that's kind of what it feels like on a, on a fly rod when you're catching species that 
you know, you're traditionally using a heavy rod or you're, you know, medium heavy, whatever, and you're here, you're, you're catching it on a, you know, a five weight, four weight, you know, in some case, six weight, and your rod is bent, like, yeah. completely in half. Um, I, I don't know, it's just, it's fun, and it's fun playing them on the fly rod. Um, I, I do, I do have to say it gets frustrating, right, depending on how sure. you're fishing. Um, like Donna gets very frustrated when she uses the fly rod. She's like, I don't know what to do with all this line. Like, what do you? Like, yeah, I'm with her on that. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, doesn't it like get spooled up weird when you go to reel in finally? I guess, and they're like real little teeny handles too, right? Like, yeah, it's super tiny. But you've, you you got to figure if you're casting. Oh, I think I lost you, Joe. Um, I'll just continue, and hopefully you'll you'll regain your video there um but you figure if you're casting and you have a big handle on there it's not conducive at all to, to fishing that way um but what i've really gotten into is, is holding the line in my hand um, and then rather than letting it just kind of drop down into the water or onto the bank or whatever you're fishing on a boat it kind of loop it around your hand and when you catch something you you begin to let him take the line or let her take the line out um, as needed um, until you get to a point where you're um, here he is he's texting me he has dropped off um, hold on one second but you let him play with it enough um, and then you're pulling them in by hand until you get to a point where you can reel it in or you know depending upon the distance it is and you know line maintenance becomes incredibly important so uh, bear with me for a second here. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, fly fishing definitely isn't for the faint of heart. Uh, it takes a lot. Um, it can be incredibly frustrating. Um, and for those of you who have a lack of patience, it, it is rewarding in that, um, in that sense. So I am going to wait to see if Joe rejoins here. Seems like he's having some internet issues. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey McCormick. <laughs> Not going to say the company's the name, but their router is about to go out the window. Uh, but yeah, it's a line line management's frustrating. I, I kind of continued the story while you were frozen there. Um, you got to fill me in. What happens when you? Why does it like it go back on funny or no? It goes back on normal, but you know, depending upon the distance, uh, in the runs, and the, you know, the, obviously the size of the fish and how much you're casting, right? So, you know, for example, when I'm pike fishing from my with my fly rod, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the line in like this as I'm holding the rod here, I have the line capped under my finger and I'm, I'm stripping back behind me, nice long strips. And as I get to down here, I twist my arm a little bit. So that kind of makes the, the fly kind of go like this. And um, that, you know, I'm stripping and it's a little bit more difficult for me to do line management when I'm doing big strips like this. Right. If I'm just fishing for trout, I'm kind of mending my line or, you know, just even stripping it in to bring a fish in uh, or to try and entice a fish. I'm doing little little pulls, and as I'm pulling, I'm kind of looping it around and making a small circle in my hand. Yeah. Now, a tiny little trout isn't going to fight significant. They're not going to be pulling that. So if that's the case, and I don't have a lot of line out, 
I'm not even going to reel in. I'm just right. going to, you know, continue to pull it in by hand. Um, it just makes sense. Uh, and then the bass, you know, the smallies, um, when you're on a canoe or a kayak or something like that, you kind of don't want line everywhere. Um, so you let them play it out and you just quickly, when, when you have the tension, right, I'll clamp down the line on the rod itself. So I have some line hanging here. I'll quickly just start to reel it in while the fish is kind of fighting me on the rod. Um, and then that way the line's nice and tight and then I just reel them in. So, so the, like on the reel, there's like a handle? Yeah, it's just a tiny little nub, yeah. Just a little teeny nubby, huh? Yeah, tiny little nub. It's definitely an art, an art, you know, form. Sounds like to me, like that's a lot of stuff going on, you know, all at once. Sometimes a little bit too much, yeah. Yeah, how long did it take you to, to uh, get adept at that or feel enough to? I'd say, honestly, I, I don't think that I've, right, like I'm kind of one of those type A people um, where I, I feel like I could always improve. Um, I have not, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a great caster, right? Um, I, I think, you know, the max that I've casted out and, and rolling or even just a standard double haul or um, you know, standard cast out there, it's maybe 30 feet, 40 feet, um, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you think about it and you're tiny, throwing this tiny little weightless fly, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, but I, you know, there are guys out there that are throwing hundred feet um, and to be able to do something like that would be awesome. Um, but I also get frustrated because there's a whole science behind your, your line, right? So you have your, your floating line or your sinking line, and then attached to that, you have your, you know, your other line. So you, you kind of go from one size to another size to another size, and then you have your fly on the end and your flies tied to the tippet. And if that's not weighted correctly, like if you're not going down in size correctly, your fly is not gonna be moving appropriately. So um, that part, I'm not really good at because I get frustrated when I'm out on the water, right? Like I'm, you know, depending on the situation, you're in tight quarters, you're, you're hot, you're cold, you're standing in the middle of a stream, you're on a canoe being floated around. Last thing you wanna be doing is, is as you're changing things out, change out all your line and they have to retie everything. And um, oh, wow. every time you change a fly, you might have to rechange your line. It, well, it depends. It depends if what you're doing isn't working. Um, you might have to change the presentation. So a lot of, a lot of people just change out the tippet. That's what I do. Um, like I'll go down in tippet size to something that's a little, um, little less obvious. Um, like a size seven, seven, six is usually what I use when I'm so trout fishing. Find, they're all different knots connecting all the different line together on there. So you said like three or four different lines. So it's um, typically the three lines. And then if you count the backing, the backing's behind the fly line. So, right. you know, usually when you catch big fish, you can potentially get into the backing. Um, I have never had that happen. And at some point I hope I do, um, but I don't have very expensive backing on there. So who knows uh, what that'll do. Well, I know when you say backing regular, that's just like, you know, if you're throwing, I don't know, braid, braid can be expensive before you put the braid on you might you know put mono on the bottom and then for backing so you go from there yeah it's um it's definitely a whole thing that goes with it i know like the guys that you know are down in florida and gals down in florida then when they're fly fishing for you know permit and 
uh, tarpon and, and other big species, like you can you can get into that backing. You can get into that backing pretty quickly. Um, you know, I'm thinking of when I caught my tarpon, I wasn't fly fishing. Um, you know, I, I kind of float between the two worlds. And I mean, that thing was ripping. The first one I caught was ripping. I mean, he was gone. Like, like I would say he did about a hundred yards in about three seconds, this fish. And, uh, you know, I would have lost him anyway because he was headed under a bridge and there was no way we were going to follow him. We couldn't in the boat. Um, we were in too big of a boat to go under this bridge. And, uh, you know, he just leapt out of the water, did that tail dance straight across. And uh, he was gone. But people who do that on the fly, man, they're on these tiny little skiffs and they'll just follow him around and someone's pulling behind him, um, trying to catch up. But you get at that backing really quick, potentially. Yeah. Is fly line like braid i guess or is it so there's there's a couple different things i you know i'll i think this is a good episode for for us to do where we kind of have examples um i'd hate to have everything but like um you know you talk about tenkara fly fishing tenkara fly fishing the tenkara line typically you know historically we'll say was made out of um horse horse hair um, so it's braided together and, and made into this super strong material. Um, but you have this pretty thick, like my backing is uh, what you would kind of equate to being like a braid, right? Right. It's, like a, it's almost like a rope. Um, and then it's attached to this line. Uh, it's bright yellow line. I'll, I'll, yep. Like I said, I'll do a demo on that. And that yeah, floats on the line. Yellow. What was that? I, I've seen the bright yellow stuff, yeah. <laughs> And then, I just didn't realize you guys have like four different things side on there. I just thought it was like your yellow line to maybe like some type of leader, but well, it, that's kind of what it is. So you're you're going down in size, but you have a tapered leader that goes to tip it. So the tapered leader goes from like the thicker diameter down to like we'll say six x for all intents and purposes, and that six x then ties onto a six x, which then attaches to a fly. So, um, you know, luckily I, I've kind of gotten better with tying knots over the years. Um, you get a little bit quicker with it. Uh, and then thankfully these wonderful people, whoever you are that invented um, uh, tippet rings, God bless you, uh, that saves my life. It's just a tiny little metal ring that's, you know, some of them are rated for up to like 50 pounds that I've seen. Um, and it's just this tiny little ring that ties on and you, you can cut your tip it off and tie on a new piece as needed um, as you're going up or down in size. Um, <clears throat> so uh, definitely fun. If you're interested in learning on that, uh, you know, you can go on Orbis's. They have a fly fishing uh, learning resource center. Um, They're pretty good and teach everything you need to know about fly fishing. Um, so I could be better, I guess, is the moral of the story. That's a 20 minute explanation for five minutes I, I, so the, I mean the closest experience of fly fishing i had was when jane was what like five years old and i watched her fly fish in allegheny at ron and aunt joanne's wedding i mean that that you know that's pretty much the most what you do that i know about it now are you allowed to have mullets when you fly fish you know because mullets absolutely i mean it's actually actually encouraged I hope. I mean, because that's the way I see it. The fishing world's going right now. You know, you got to have a mullet to compete and to compete successfully. Right. Well, of course. The long hair helps you blend in with the vegetation. 
Yeah, well, I, I'd agree with that. And I think, you know, the, the whole mystique of fly fishing has kind of diminished over the years and, and has become more mainstream, right? We, you know, talked to us 20 years ago and it would have been like, oh, that's for rich people in tweed coats that, you know, do it all over the world in fancy places. But uh, fly fishing has come a long way. And I think it's um, mainstream enough where people, every walk of life, um, you know, I follow some guys are down in, you know, Appalachia that are doing this up in the mountains of North Carolina and, um, you know, catching these beautiful native rookies, right? And they're, you know, salt of the earth, people will say. Um, so you have, you know, what we always did was, you know, urban fishing, right? We lived in the city and we would just go down and cast under bridges and stuff like that and be catching bass, um, you know, and in the Passaic River, we'll say. Um, that's like urban urban fishing and then yeah, you have a little urban. yeah go ahead yeah, that's as urban as it comes you know <clears throat> yeah so you have like it's it's come a heck of a long way fly fishing for sure um but like i said i just i don't know i grew up you know in regular regular rod and reel and i i love rod and reel i just sometimes like to be challenged and like to be beat up a little bit more um if I had a little heavier fly rod, I would probably be attempting to catch some muskie on it uh, this weekend, but I'm not doing that in my six weight because it's the only six weight I have, and <laughs> I don't want to catch something to have that snap off. Well, I hope you get a muskie this weekend. I know, oh, I know you've been on the hunt here for a while, so. Yeah, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I need to get my uh, New Year skunk off. I, I still haven't caught any fish yet this year. The skunk's year. not off for the New Year, huh? No, I've I've gone out in some pretty stupid conditions, so I, I blame myself for it. Um, but, you know, the past two times I went even brook trout fishing, I, like I said, well, I'm sorry, brook trout fishing and brown trout fishing, native streams, I didn't see anything in the topography had changed so drastically that I think I need to go back and just kind of really spend some time um, in those types of water or any type of fishing, really, you can't just go for an hour. Like it's not conducive to anything. Like you need to go, you need to sit yeah. down. And my best fishing days have been, fly fishing have been, get to the river or creek or brook or whatever it is I'm fishing, sit down and just watch. Watch what's going on. Take a look, you know, look at the bugs that are, you know, hatching, you know, pick up rocks and take a look, you know, watch the the hatch that's happening above you, maybe um, look for signs of life in the water, you know, really pay attention to the way that, you know, they say foam is home and all these other things like pay attention to where the way the water's falling and where there might be deep little holes where there might not be deep little holes, but little pockets that these, you know, tiny little fun fish could be hiding in. And then, you know, just finding the right size fly to, to mat match that um, along with the hatch colors. Uh, so I think a lot of the times, you know, people who are fly fishing in New Jersey are going after stock trout and stock trout don't really have, kind of like us, they don't really have a say to nature yet, right? They've just been released. They don't understand the natural world around them. Um, so throwing anything might work for them. Um, but a more native species or a more wild species isn't going to react the same way. They need to know that what you're throwing matches what's happening in the river or lake or pond at that time. Yeah, I mean, pretty much like any other type of fishing. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. I, people yeah. look down on people who make YouTube shows and then catch a tons of fish fishing 
untouched ponds because you know, if the bass has never seen a bait thrown in front of them, more than likely they're going to eat it. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, and, and, you, you know, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I would oh, love yeah. to do that. Yeah. Right. Like oh, it's, yeah. it, it's awesome to do that. I just, um, I, I don't know. Like I was saying to Brian, it, like it's, it gets frustrating sometimes, right? You go out there and you have an hour and you're like, I got to catch a fish, but you only have an hour right for whatever reason you're an adult and you have other things going on and it's like yeah, not enough time to be honest I mean, it's not enough time to be out on the water and, and really understand what's going on um so give yourself some time get out there uh you know watch the uh, world around you and and take your time like i think if we musky fishing last week i think if we took our time and stayed out a little bit longer to where the sun started setting i bet you things would have been different right it was a full moon that night um you know we started seeing a lot of signs of life as the clouds started moving in um so i'm assuming as the sun hit the horizon it probably would have sparked some sort of i i know in allegheny river those musky guys will be out you know all night you know i i don't know a lot about musky i I really don't you know but Well, a lot of fish eat at night, right? Like even brown trout, they're big nighttime feeders. And that's why guys throw for brown trout, they throw um, mice or mice flies. Like you just, I always said that to go down the river here, I would love to try at night just to go down there with um, my my headlamp on and turn it on red, right? The red mode and just go out there with the, with the mouse on it, toss it. I tried it up at Lake George, um, didn't have any hits on that. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it wasn't ideal conditions again for fly fishing. It was very, How very windy. Where? What was it? How big is the mouse fly? It depends. So, you know, the one. Does it look like throwing... a mouse? Yeah. Oh, they look just like a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, these are, I think, factory made flies, the, the ones that I have. I know guys do make them. There's a guy down in North Carolina that makes them and they look amazing for, for being handmade. Um, yeah. But these look very real because they're factory made. Um, yeah, you can get flies that look like anything, man. I was just looking; some guy was posting you flies. Get like a dinosaur fly. <laughs> what was that? Like a dinosaur fly. <laughs> I wouldn't like be a bron- surprised. Brontosaurus or whatever, or like a, I don't know, or what is it? Yeah, whatever. Any dinosaur would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> a Velociraptor freaking fly, yeah. Rhinosaurus or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. And I, you know, you see guys who throw things, ridiculous things in regular fishing and they, they catch fish. I mean, I was, I was watching a YouTube video of, um, what's his name? Uh, Jersey's favorite Ben Gravy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Surfing a piece of plywood and it's like, you know. Yeah, and he rich. Yeah, he did. Um, and then you look at the old videos of fish, right? Yeah. Riding the, the penis. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you could do it. Um, uh, so, I, you know, flies no different. I mean, you're just. I think there's so much we don't know about the natural world that you know we we like to think that we have it all dialed in as you know people who spend a lot of time out there and you know amateur scientists and even scientists, but um, fish Once and we know other it, animals will still go. Right, but um, but I mean, just in general, like we we seem to think, oh, you have to match the hatch, but you, you yeah, and it needs to look exactly like what it is you're throwing. But it's like sometimes you don't like you could literally throw anything and, and they do it. I mean, we were catching brookies on literally a hook, 
just a hook. Yeah, that that you know when you get to some of these virgin untouched you know famous rivers, you'll hear people fishing. They you know, they'll bite anything shiny. Yeah, and it's true. They've never seen it before. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. And even like, but then, you know, you have species that are known to do that, right? So you're talking like barracuda. You just throw something shiny out there, and the barracuda will go for it. Um, so you know, some species are more known for it than others. But um, I don't think trout are too different. They're finicky. They're scared of a lot of things. Like you gotta, you're, you need to be stealthy when you're going for them. Um, they can't see you, they can't see shadows. Uh, you can't make a lot of noise or a lot of movement. Um, and don't be kicking up the water because as soon as you do, they're going into hiding and they're not gonna be eating for a while after. Um, so that's why you get to a spot and you kind of just, if you're gonna fish it and you've kind of disturbed things a little bit, get into it, I sit down um, if it's a shallow stream and uh, a lot of the native streams are very shallow and I'll sit down and just sit there and I'll just kind of bide my time enjoy the enjoy the scenery I'll wait like five ten minutes and you know maybe toss the first one and say okay nothing well I'll just wait a couple more minutes rather than casting for a half hour and getting frustrated and you know nothing's biting well I know that I screwed up by disturbing a hole right maybe my shadow went across it or whatever um, you know just sit down and relax and, and, and wait or you do what a lot of people do and you just go up to the next hole and continue and continue and continue so sure. yeah it's something it's something brother um it's definitely but, different than what i do cast a thousand times over and over and over and over and over to bang yeah. explosion and you got yeah. 10 pounders like woo yeah <laughs> what you boys catch is that a is that a dolphin yeah, no no that's, that's my a dolphin boys yeah boys Ooh. well i uh i think we can wrap it up there it is uh yeah about 45 minutes or so joe always a pleasure brother yeah they, uh you too man tournament saturday just a small local open i don't care you, you it's win. still a good side it'll be a lot of boats you destroy we're, them all joe we're gonna destroy me and my partner we're gonna win it we're gonna win it all a boy you know there's there's no second there's only first you know, that's, that's right. it so go high cole go high cole i'm going high i'm going high well, and uh, yeah, definitely check in with me. Let me know how, how you did. And, um, like I said, I if you ain't first, you last. I'll, I'll keep you posted too, man. I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know how you do. All right. I'll, I'll probably oh, even try and FaceTime you from, from the river. Perfect. Sorry about the uh, internet connection. <laughs> it, it, dude, as soon as I got on this, back on. I was like, I'm not getting back on because it's going to kick as soon as I get back on. So No, no. No, that's the way it works. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Murphy's, Murphy's Law. law. Murphy's Get Law. Get it? Get it. I got it. <laughs> All right. Love you, Joe. Thanks, everyone. Love you, too, brother. Later. Bye.